Never say no to a kid asking for orange soda. I'm Justin. Once, twice, six times a movie? I'm Sam. Punch it. Punch that little fucker in the face. I'm Jackie, and this is Home Sweet Home Alone on Stinker Madness. Hello, welcome to another Christmas special from Sneaker Madness. Uh, this week on the show, we will be diving into the sixth chapter of the Home Alone saga, the epic, uh, uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah, I guess, I guess epic is as big a word that you can give, uh, artistic piece of stuff. Stuff. Epoch? Movie. Is, is epoch a thing? Epoch? Yeah, E-P-O-C-H. Anybody smart enough to that has David Keith in it, oh, not yeah. Keith David, <laughs> or it's backwards from what I said because I get that backwards a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, it's currently streaming on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, you've probably heard about it. Uh, there, the internet is pissed <laughs> at poor little Max. So Mercer. the internet's mad about this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's shit all over the place about Home Sweet Home Alone. Uh, people basically throwing the remote at their television because you ruined my childhood. <laughs> Why? I don't know. The thing that we have to do, and we have fallen into this, Jackie, that we should have just ignored it. Uh-huh. If you ignore it, it goes away. If you get pissed <laughs> off at it, any press is good press. Uh-huh. So this thing has actually worked and it has been viewed because of this reason when it should have been not viewed. Exactly. It's Barbara Streisand's house. Jackie, uh, you want to defend yourself here? Uh, yes. So my, our, our, I, I shouldn't say my, it's not like I'm raising this kid by myself in the jungle. You selfish bastard. Uh, so our kid, uh, wanted to watch this movie when it came out mm. and I was like, well, okay, I'm drinking. What the hell? <laughs> you know, like, nah. I can't really see anything. And, I was just kind of want to take my pants off, but uh, whatever. So we watched it and I was so infuriated by it that I wanted to share my infuriation with other people. <laughs> uh, that kid is a little bastard. Okay. Well, then I have to burn a question right now. Uh-huh. Will this ruin Jojo Rabbit for me? No. No, of course okay, not. Because the kid's in that movie, yes, and, and I he's can't fantastic. fucking imagine being able to look at him it's not, ever again. It's not that. Uh, what, what's the actor's name? Anybody? I got it. Hold on. Yeah. It's uh, Archie Yates. Archie Yates. Yes. It's not just that Archie is good in Jojo Rabbit. It's that the character is really awesome, and that it's directed by Taika Waititi. So it's it, it and we have to preface this for basically any child actor. The role of a child actor isn't to give a good performance. It's to not fuck it up. It's to not be uh, what's his name from Star Wars who shouldn't be picked on because his life turned to shit because of that. But if you just don't fuck up a great character, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a great child actor. You just did what you were supposed to do, and that's what he does in Jojo Rabbit. He doesn't fuck it up. It's not like whoa, give okay. that kid a freaking fast track to to hollywood town he's he's the next give Tom give Cruises. that kid a people's choice award yeah, right <laughs> that's what happened so i i'm gonna say that i didn't even uh when i was watching this put that together that uh-huh. he was in jojo rabbit because he's just so terrible in this one i don't think he's terrible i think the movie sucks the movie sucks the movie sucks 
I don't I don't think it's Archie Yates's fault at all. I do. Oh yeah. He he fucked it up because he's My parents buy in bulk. That's not cost efficient. That's the movie's fault, Jackie. His delivery not... of trying to be a sassy kid just doesn't come off. Okay. <laughs> okay, like he's not adorable. You don't love him like you do Macaulay Culkin. You just want this kid. I didn't love to... Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I, you know, I, I liked Macaulay Culkin. Okay. He is and a, he's he, a psychopath. That's fine. Okay. Because he was great in the Home Alone movies. Mm -hmm. But this kid, he's just, he's not sassy. He's just a rude little bastard that you just don't like. Okay. All right, Sam, you want to, you want to go with Jackie's theory that Archie Yates sucks because the writing of this movie or because he was given a job and did it and the job sucked? No. The job sucked. He... I don't know. There's a... I mean, I guess we could just get into the boring bullshit right now. Yeah, I'd love to. I don't, I don't really like is... picking on children actors like Jackie does. Fuck kids. Direct... <laughs> this is directed by Dan Mazur, uh, who mm -hmm. we would know as the Cambridge-educated writing partner of Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, okay. The producer of most of his films. Wow. What an interesting um, career choice. It's not. It's a cash decision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cash considerations. Uh, this was a like started producing producing it before like COVID really, but was already there. It gets shut down. They pick it back up. Mm -hmm. It was uh, written by Mikey Day and Streeter Seidel of SNL. Streeter Seidel is a writer. He was in College Humor on screen, but I don't think he makes it on screen into. Saturday Night Live, whereas uh -huh. Mikey Day is on screen a lot. Right. Uh, a, they write a line that is, you should never remake the classics. It'll never be as good as the original. Mm -hmm. In the movie, it says that because they know what they're doing. Right. Um, at 30 minutes until the end of the movie, somebody says it's 30 minutes until Christmas. Dan Major knows what he's doing. They didn't fuck about. They did it... Uh, on time, on budget, whatever. Mikey Day and Streeter Seidel are still going to write the remake of Space Camp for Disney and rewrite the remake of Inspector Gadget for Div Disney. They'll probably try a little bit harder. This was one that they would have mailed in, but they just had run out of stamps, so they left it at will call. <laughs> nice. And that's what happened. That's why this movie is. Everyone here is like, pandemic, here's some cash. Right. Let's just do our thing and leave. And Disney was fine with that until I guess that. And they must be fine with it still because all of the hate led directly to clicks. Mm -hmm. People watched it. Hate watched whether it. Whether it's yeah. Yeah. good or not. Uh, Mikey Day and Streeter Seidel did not even promote it on their Twitter that they wrote this. Mm -hmm. They they left it at will call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, interesting. Um, the... I mean, there's really nothing else other than, like, this has got a pile of comedian actors from all over the world. So who, Chris Parnell only gets one line. Chris that Parnell didn't even, sh like, he's, they go through the whole family scene at the beginning, and Chris Parnell's not even part of it, and then he comes outside, and you're like, wait, Chris Parnell's in this movie? And then he's gone. And that's actually, I think, the most egregious offense that this movie did to me personally is deprive me of comedy from Dr. Spaceman. Right. Like, Chris Parnell would have been a really good fit. Uh, his, uh, I mean, if you know, you know what Chris Parnell does. It's very dry and uh, 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 sarcastic. 
uh, he would have been, I think he would have been a really good, like, observer character in this movie. Like, you guys are idiots. Like, just telling everybody that they're yeah. idiots throughout the whole thing. That would have been perfect. Wonder if Chris Parnell would have been home alone. He would have been the main character setting these booby traps for these two people. No, that wouldn't have worked at all because he's a grown man. Um, but also, that's just not his thing. He's he's no. too dry, honey. What would he, yeah, he... Ooh, burglars. He would have done a really good job holding a cup of coffee and saying, wow, you actually have to go to great lengths to make a misunderstanding work out like yes. this. Uh, I just I just played this video game. It's called Man Eater. Uh, it's You play a shark. And the entire thing is set up like a reality show, like, like Shark Week type thing. And Chris Parnell does the narration for it. And he's fucking amazing. It is so stinking funny watching a shark eat people. Uh, golfers specifically, while Chris Car- Parnell is dryly commentating on people getting eaten. <laughs> Brilliant. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a genius. Uh, so, uh, anyway, yeah, that that I didn't understand that at all. But uh, where else are we at? We got Ellie Kemper in this. Uh, from, yeah, the uh, unco- unstoppable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Kimmy Schmidt is taken down a peg. Because yeah. they try. Mm-hmm. Her and Rob Delaney try. But... That's where you can't mail in a comedy this hard is the reason why you put 10 jokes on every page. Why Mel Brooks did that. Why all the great comedies do that is when you make one of these things, you're like the joke that you wrote the movie around the sequences that you're like, these are going to be the funny ones by the end of it. The way that the thing has taken shape on its own, sometimes those end up being not very funny. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other stuff that happens that's much funnier. And that's why you've hedged your bets by putting so many jokes out there that the ones that 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 some of them are going to play harder than you thought or, or worse than you thought. And they didn't really have that many jokes on a page here. So their, their comedy set pieces tend to fall flat throughout the whole thing because they don't have any backup plans. And they don't have the chemistry that you would expect. The chemistry. Uh, the, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper? Yeah. They they didn't have the, the chemistry well, to pull uh, it off. They're not Joe Pesci and Dern, Daniel Stern. Of course not. <laughs> what, what chemistry did you want from them? Getting hit in the face with paint cans? Whoa, chemistry. I mean, that's their, their job is to seriously just do... The entire movie is a setup. So that Kevin McAllister can do his booby traps again. Yeah. That's the entire franchise, and, is booby traps. So I, what chemistry anybody could give other than Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci is, to me, moot. Because it's, their job is to get hit in the face with pink hands. And we have to, you know, mention Chris Columbus. because he's Oh, fuck Chris the, Columbus. Uh, yeah, fuck Chris Columbus. But of the uh, John Hughes camp, he's sort of the one we see as the weak link. Uh-huh. The weakest of that group. He doesn't see himself. He made that, way. that movie work. It's what we say doesn't work. It's a cartoon on on with live action, and it it worked. When was the last time you saw Home Alone, Sam? I don't want to watch it ever again. Okay. When was the last time you saw it Home worked Alone? Because it made the money and it, all it, that. Right. right. So, well, I mean, one can argue this does. Uh, when was the last time you saw it? Seriously, what do you think? Twenty years? Thirty years? I think I went to the theater to see it again mm-hmm. because it was that was one of those movies early on. We're like, oh, just keep going to the movies and watching Home Alone. And after the second time I watched it in the theater, I I was good there. Yeah. 
Because it doesn't offer a great level of repeat viewing, I don't think. Uh, not past the age of 13, I would say. Uh, I watched it about uh, two years ago. And uh, it's actually a really solid movie. Like, it holds up until the cartoon starts. Because it's such a hard shift from an actual Christmas movie into... <laughs> Uh, that, and it like, it's a, it's a jarring shift as an adult. It's like, this doesn't fit with the rest of the movie at all. It's two movies. It's, you know, the struggles of a child, uh, who is trying to understand what family means and, and, and his place within it and him committing murder. Uh, it just is weird as an adult. But, uh, uh so everything that works to me, isn't the cartoon part. Okay, but well, I'm, I, I'm in the minority, obviously, because there's six of these, and it's all people getting hit in the face with paint cans. Yeah, and ultimately, I think what uh, Columbus said was that he doesn't understand why they remake any of these things because it never works out. He's like, whether you like it or not, it's lightning in a bottle. You can't get it twice. Sorry, mm. you just beating a dead horse it never works out as good any and he i think he went on to say that any film that displays a great longevity in viewing you that's nearly impossible to do as a filmmaker so to try to remake it would be nearly impossible uh i i would counter with nine fast and the furious movies uh i would counter with uh the entire marvel franchise um not just because Those, they're sequels, but because they're all pretty much the same movie. Yeah, but they were planned that way, okay. right? With this, it was just like, we made this movie, it worked, but then 20 years later, when they have a block that they need to fill up, rather than rolling the dice again, they just decide that they'd rather stick a room temperature cheese sandwich in the block. Yeah, I just think anything Chris Columbus says, I'm going to counter, because he he was so far up his own ass in Aloha that that like, there's still a hangover, a long, hey, like 40 years. It's going to take before I'm like, what does Chris Columbus that wasn't have to say? About Christopher something? Columbus. That was Cameron Mitchell. No, no, no. Uh, uh, what was the other one that he, Chris Columbus did recently? That was Aloha esque. That was also a smab of whatever that movie was. He was up his own ass. He's still up his own ass. You can't catch lightning in a bottle. Only I can make home. <laughs> well, no, I think he was being very honest that he's like, <laughs> I've got a pretty sketchy career. I'm, I'm hitting, I'm more missed than hit. And I'm telling you right now, that's the biggest hit I ever had. And I'm still not real sure why. Up his own ass. Okay. <laughs> Anything else, Sam? Not really. I mean, we'll talk about the people as they show up. Okay. All right. Jackie, final thoughts before we get into this? Other than you hate Max Mercer? No. Okay. No. No, I do not. I don't know what he directed that you didn't like. Uh, the last thing that we watched that he did was Pixels, I thought. Uh, he directed Pixels? Uh, no, we did uh, We did a Chris Columbus movie a few years ago. Uh, damn it. Now, now I got to pause the podcast and Jackie's like, oh boy. I don't even know who Chris Columbus is. Uh, he sailed some ships and found America. He he was also Christopher Columbus is also the same level of up his own ass uh, as Chris Columbus, the director. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, he did Pixels, uh, Percy Jackson. Those are pretty bad. Rent is awful. 
Uh, Rent is awful, but <laughs> it was an egregious offense that we mentioned on that. I think. You know what? I, I I'm thinking I. There's two guys. He's just mediocre. Yeah, he's just mediocre, but he does say some stuff that every now and then pisses me off. But anyways, let's move on from Chris Columbus because he has nothing to do with this movie. Um. All right. So here we are. The setup of this, and we're gonna go fairly quick on on the setup because there's just not. It's bleak. It's thin. Is that it takes forever though? It Good does. God. It does. Uh, that Pam and Jeff uh, have fallen on some hard times financially because she's a teacher, and we all know that they don't get paid goddamn enough. Uh, and Jeff is a buffoon who hitched Won't his go wagon out and to, get a job. <laughs> who hitched his wagon, his career wagon, to something that? Well, let's be honest. It was basically my career arc as well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ooh, I work on the web. Well, no, that's not really a thing anymore. It's not. Yeah, it's not really. No, it's just. Uh, it's all algorithms. Uh, so you're you're fired. Oh, I don't know what else to do besides move SQL databases. That was his entire job. That like you push a button and it does it itself. Um. Anyways. But I made a lot of money off of migrating MySQL databases about oh, five years ago. Oh, there was a so. <laughs> fucking point where data migration was like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess if you can make money doing it, do people realize what's actually happening here? Yeah, I love doing <laughs> but it. But they're getting yeah. charged for it. Uh, I made so much money. Um, just hitting a button. Anyways, uh, so uh, he's he's unemployed. Um, and they so they have to put their house up on the market because they can't, uh, I guess, make their mortgage. Because he won't go out and get a fucking job. Uh, yeah. Or, I mean, okay, let's do some math later at the end of this once we... Man, Jackie is the internet right now. Her face, there is fire coming from flames, hot flame. Okay, I'm not Madeline Kahn, but uh, you you are pulling a Madeline Kahn right now. Like, you're stressed. I got resting bitch face for this movie. That doesn't make sense. Resting pitch face is just your face when you're unemotional. You are mad. That means you actually have not resting bitch face. You just have bitch face. <laughs> well, this is just a, a, a huge plot hole, right? Like, you're going to lose your house. Uh-huh. What responsible adult doesn't go out and say, you know what? I'm going to go work at McDonald's until something else comes in. You know what? Jack, well, Jackie's the uh, the pull yourself up by your bootstraps type mentality. <laughs> These poor people. She, bad shit happens. She should Jackie. be allowed to say that. She worked at fucking Supercuts <laughs> twice. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fucking get out there and get a fucking job. <laughs> Jeff, you freeloader. Yeah, I mean. Also, we should make note that this movie ignores COVID completely despite right. being shut down by it. Uh-huh. There's people on airplanes without masks, right. and he would be getting some sweet unemployment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he'd be like, I don't need to go to work screw the man screw the man let's unionize let's unionize up anyways so jeff uh is hated by jackie and uh they need to sell their house uh which sets up where we are uh so they have an open house and which jeff is ruining jeff is sabotaging pretty hard uh is he an idiot or is he intentionally sabotaging he's just a i actually I liked Jeff in this mm-hmm. because he was just being such a condescending prick. I was like, oh, I do that stuff. <laughs> hey, Jeff. You do do that stuff. <laughs> I do that stuff all the I fucking correct people when I should just shut the fuck up <laughs> all the goddamn time. You have a degree in mansplaining. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Um, Actually, it's not a degree. It's 
a certificate. It's a master's of mansplaining. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> is mansplaining and one-upping? Like, if you're a one-uppering mansplainer, oh. like... No, mansplainers and one-uppers are natural enemies. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. I, I, that, I actually... I think I justify mm-hmm. my mansplaining because I'm out there doing the good work in my own mind. I'm taking apart one-uppers as I encounter them You just with my mansplanations. But you just one-upped the one-uppers. Not really. No, I'm just shutting them down. <laughs> you Not elevating myself at all. It's, it's, it's a rewardless job, but I love it. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> so so Max, uh, our, our precocious scamp of this movie, uh, is a 10-year-old uh, little British boy, uh, and he's driving along with Mommy, and he's like, I drank too much, I gotta pee, and she's like, go in that bottle, and he's like, I can't, I'm 10, can't I find a potty? And she sees the sign for the open house, and she's like, ooh, I got an idea, go take a big deuce in these people's house. So he does. And then he's a little dick about it. <laughs> He's a little dick about it. And he's like, hey, can I get one of those orange sodas? And the guy's like, that's a fucking two by four, kid. Yeah, right. You can't drink that. You, be, you can't drink all that. You'll get sick, if nothing else, if you don't bounce off the walls for four hours. Do they make an orange soda two by four that isn't I hope not. alcoholic? Because they make lots of orange sodas two by fours that are alcoholic. Is Jeff, like, trying to sabotage his open house by... Like, feeding everybody four locos? Like, hey, come on in. There's some Ritz crackers and four locos. <laughs> because there's no such thing as an orange soda in a two-by-four. It said Sunkist on it. No, it said orange soda. Because Sunkist wouldn't be involved with this. They're not hitching their wagon to this movie. Only BMW would do such a stupid thing. <laughs> They gave cash to this movie. They that did. happened. <laughs> they had an entire commercial for children so that they could say, Mommy, I want that car. And it yeah. worked because our son was like, I want a car like that. <laughs> fuck. But oh, son kissed told him to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. We don't want. Well, I don't know that you can find an actual orange soda two by four. They're like, hey, you, you got those 24 ounce crushes. Right. And they're like. We got 16s? Is that going to work? It's like, no, I need, I need 24s. No, I need 24s. It's not enough. And like, unless you're buying Mike's Hard Lemonade or one of those orange sodas that are alcoholic that have like 12% and taste like gasoline. Oh, they're so oh, delicious. Yeah. They are not delicious, they're gross. They're disgusting. I, I love the Mike's Hard Lemonade of blood orange that come in the 2x4s. I think that they are so damn oh. delicious. And They're also like... 11%. They're like, get pee on the couch drunk uh-huh. if you drink two of them. Right. Oh, that's how I start my night. Mm. <laughs> so two of those, and then I, I switch over to vodka. Yeah, then she drinks 40 proof. Um. Okay, so... So he pees in their house, and he's like, can I get one of those? And Jeff's like, no, they're for adults. Are you, are you buying this house, kid? And he's like, no, I'm a kid. Well, then fuck off, you little piece of shit. Why don't I take you outside and rub your face in the snow like all the bullies do to you you obviously bullied little little piece of shit and, and max is like but but i'm just 10 and chef's like i fucking hate your guts i want you to die i'm gonna slit you open while you sleep from fucking neck to nuts boy get out of my house and max runs off and the movie doesn't happen i this also like you get to see uh aisling b the comedic the 
Australian comedy sensation. She plays the mom and she doesn't get to be funny in no, this movie because this is really just sort of like a bunch of people getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, no, Jeff, Jeff is like, what, what's your deal, little kid? Uh, and the Max is like, what's with those dolls? And Jeff's like, these are my mom's. She left him for me. And Max is like, mm-hmm, sure, doll boy. Yeah, I know what you're up to. Yeah, and I mean, the kid's just flipping attitude mm-hmm. all over the place, like making fun of him and shit. And I'm like, is this your one opportunity where you are trying to, power play somebody because it happens to you all the time yeah uh max is gonna grow up and be sam he's he's giving jeff here some mansplaining <laughs> uh, you know doll pe- doll men <laughs> they they uh they're usually serial killers did you know that that's what max is saying to jeff you're looking at me like oh is that true <laughs> anyway moving on well, moving on this is the entire plot of the goddamn movie Right here in this scene. It's very important. The, the The whole setup is Max being a little dick and Jeff being like, dude, what the fuck, kid? You're you're an asshole. Get out of my house. I plugged up your toilet, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I did an upper decker in your upstairs bathroom. Uh, we're going to talk about upper deckers later today. Um. So anyways, uh, mom comes in. Uh. Uh, Max's mom, and she's like, oh, I like those dolls. I've seen those before on eBay. Um, They're super valuable. Did you know that? And Jeff's like, huh? Uh, and Max is like, yeah, but they're still dolls, and he's a grown-ass man, and like, he should get a job and a beard and, and stuff. And Jeff's like, dude, what is with you, kid? Uh, So Max... He can uh, smell the unemployment. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but then Max gives his mom some guff, too. Well, I mean, he's just a dickhead little rich kid. Yeah. He's a shithead. I have, at this point in the notes, three of my five notes are, fuck this kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the one after that is, fuck all these people. Yeah. Even Jeff. He's a little asshole. Um, and he, he's not like the little asshole that Kevin McAllister is. Because one other thing about Kevin McAllister, he's a psychopath. And he lives inside of a maze of lies that his own uh, brain has created as a self-defense mechanism because his life is terrible and his family is awful. Nobody in Max's family is awful to him. They're awful to everybody else, Uh, but not him. He's just annoyed. He's the entire premise of him. I wish I was the only kid in this house is because he's slightly peeved because his family is loud. Well, and if you think about it, when the mom's on the phone, right, trying to get the airline stuff uh-huh. going, right, and he's like, Mom, Mom, Mommy, Mom, Mommy, Mom, and she's like, you're not the only person in the world. Fuck off. And he just acts like, well, how dare you? Right. How dare you? I need you to make me a sandwich. Here's the chain of events that led to that. His dad stepped on his Legos because he didn't clean it up. And his dad's like, Max, clean up these Legos. They don't belong on the floor. It's the worst thing on the planet, which he's absolutely correct about. Uh, And Max just looks at him like, huh? And then he goes in the kitchen and starts pestering his mom. Mom, 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 can you make me a sand? Like, that's, don't clean up those. What are you doing in the kitchen? Get out of there. She's trying to get you a plane to Tokyo. And you're saying, I want more crush. And really, at this point, you kind of hate his family, too, because not only are they rich as fuck and they're living in a mansion, but then they're spending. They're not living in a mansion. It's like a 
modern 3,000 square foot house. It's a nice house, but it's not a mansion. It's a beautiful home. Kevin McAllister's family had a nice house. Yeah, it was a brick Victorian, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was like 8,000 square feet. There was like 10 bedrooms. Yeah, the, it was also like one of the things they try to like make this in the same town, too, and it doesn't seem to work mm-hmm. because it's obviously Montreal. Right. Yeah, I think this is like a, I mean, yeah, I think this is a fairly common home for middle class people. My house doesn't fucking look like that. Uh, your parents did. It's very similar to your parents' house. They're middle class. This isn't rich. They're not rich. He is. A, he doesn't have to be rich to be a little fucker. He can yeah. be middle class and be a little fucker. It's upper middle class. Upper middle class, fair. Yeah, I mean, they're spending the... Okay, whatever. They're, they're going to Tokyo. They're going to Tokyo. They got money, but I wouldn't say that they're Kevin McAllister rich. That kid was a rich. When they, they ordered 15 pizzas in that movie. 15 pizzas. The bill was only like 78 bucks. Yeah, in 1990, 78 bucks is a lot of cash, man. I remember. For pizza. Eat, watching the movie at the theater on money we barely had going, people can get 15 pizzas? 15 pizzas? Who are these richer than God people in the Reagan era? <laughs> right? 15 of them. I, I, you're looking at me like, it's only like 78 bucks. Have you ever spent in today's money $78 on pizza? I sure haven't. I've spent 40. Yeah. It's not 80. I spent 65 one time. On pizza? Yeah, to have it delivered. For you? No, it was for like three people. Okay. They ordered 15 pizzas in 1990s money. Oh my God. Okay, whatever. They were rich. Kevin McAllister was rich. Max Mercer's family is just upper middle class. Well, and they only got like four pizzas. Mm -hmm. So you know that they're poor. Yeah. Compared to Kevin McAllister's family. Right. Um, yeah, so he's a little dick to him. They don't do anything to him. I mean, Kevin McAllister's uncle told him that he was an asshole to his face. Yeah, that's how much money the McAllisters had. They had so much fuck you money that they were just fuck you to each other. Right. Uncle Joe, can I watch a cartoon? You're a little asshole. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> cried Kevin McAllister to his sleep. It's no wonder he became a psychopath. I mean, he's got Dexter written all over him. But Max, he just gets slightly annoyed. He's an entitled little shit. He is a shit. That goes into his BMW yeah, I, I need for, to- for some me time <laughs> so he can watch the Roadrunner. On his tablet that is attached to the back seat of the car. I'm surprised that BMW is good enough for you, Max. You want me to book you a day at the spa? <laughs> yeah, it's like, Need a I'm mani so, why, why are you in the back seat? You would think that, you know. There's no screens on the front. I'm making fun of him and you missed the joke. I don't get the joke. Why is he in the back seat? Well, that's where the screen's at. Because he should be in the driver's seat. Never mind. Also, he needs to just fucking get it together and figure out how to deal with this shit. Because, like, it's actually fun when your house is full of that many goddamn people. especially when you're a child. Yeah, or when you're adults who act like children, like you and me, when we decided at Thanksgiving to just play Halo ODST all the way through. Yeah. In another room. Yeah, yeah, right. 
All right, so back with Jeff and Pam. Uh, in the middle of the night, his brother's family show up, uh, and they're only here so that we can have a resolution to the plot. Uh, but they're also, they suck. They suck pretty bad. And they're rich because, like, Pam is trying to be conservative, you know? Uh, like, oh, ew, that's too nice. That's too expensive. And uh, Jeff's brother's family is like, no, you kid, you guys can have a new Taco Sports watch. And uh, no, they, they got them Apple watches. Yeah. I, well, copyright thanks for getting us sued by from apple that's why i said taco sports watch jackie taco's not gonna sue us (laughs) well maybe apple will sponsor us (laughs) apple (coughs) for rich asshole yeah no in fact itunes seems to be very unkind to us it sure does (laughs) all right so they suck um and jeff needs to uh uh he's like "I, i can't sell this house uh, I, I can't do it. I, I love this place. This is where we're supposed to get old and, and die together. And uh, I'm going to sell that doll. So he goes looking for the doll. The doll's gone. And he immediately goes, that little piss bathroom using dickhead. He stole yep. my doll. That Max Mercer kid. It was him. That's what I would go to. I wouldn't. That's insane. <laughs> I'd be like, that little fucker was eyeballing my dolls, and now it's gone. He was making fun of them. I would think it was him. I wouldn't. I would go, hey, honey, uh, have you seen the, the dolls? They're gone. And she she would be like, well, that is weird. Um, let's ask the people that just showed up and have a terrible child. Maybe ask them, the guests of our house who have kids who seem like they like to get into things. That kid is a shoplifter. He is a shoplifter. Maybe we should ask them. Hey, bro, guest of my house, have you seen my missing thing? Yeah, doesn't this usually turn into a phone call first? Uh, yeah. The police? No, to the you, you use the interwebs to track that person down by knowing their name, and you call them on the phone. Max Mercer? Uh, Carol Mercer, who that's where he was like, that's how he found her house. Yeah, I, if if I had proof or, or a very good uh, lead that it was Max, I would call his mom, of course. But I would start with the people in my house. Or I'd look harder. Or look harder. Also, she's like, we're going to lose our house because you won't get a fucking job. <laughs> yeah. But you don't understand the cloud. The cloud's keeping me from working. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Cloud isn't keeping you from working at Staples. That's right. Get off your ass and go get a fucking job. Uh, <laughs> I almost worked at Staples. Mm. I worked at Office Depot. I worked at two different car washes. It's true. Whoa. That mm. would be hard work. I, I don't think I could do it at a car wash. All right. So his first thing is he goes straight over to Max, his house. And uh, everybody's leaving, and he's like, hey, have uh, you guys seen my doll? And they're like, what? We're leaving. Goodbye. Is Max here? Don't know. We all hate him. Hopefully, he got sold to a circus and yeah. is on his way to Des Moines. Hello and goodbye, Chris Parnell. Yeah. Hello and goodbye, Chris Parnell. 
so while he's there, he overhears the security uh, code for the, the alarm and where the spare key is at. And he's like, okay, I could uh, commit some B&E. A little light dabbling in B&E. I've got a key. It's not actually breaking. It's just entering. I would have just went right in. Just go in right there. Yeah. The door's open. If people are coming in and out. That's not actually B&E if you go in while the door's open. Do you know that? Or just say, lighten the blow and be like, I think he accidentally grabbed some of my stuff. Can I go get it? Yeah. And they'll be like, yep. Yeah. Oh, that's totally what Max would do. Or, wait, what? That's totally not what Max would do. Like, or- the complete lack of saying the words doll in this movie. <laughs> yeah. They have to really, and if I, I get there in my notes, I'm like, man, they have done a lot to avoid using the word doll here. Yeah, they're dance. I mean, <laughs> it's like water also, and oil. Yeah, in the writing for the D&D fans out there besides me, there's a Mike Mercer and a Max Mercer, mm-hmm. but not a Matt Mercer. Is it on purpose? Is it a coincidental? I don't know. There's a Matt. Even Jackie and Justin right now are like, what the fuck are you talking there's about? There's a Matt Murdock. Yeah. What? Matt Mercer is the critical role guy. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that a D and... Yep. Ah. Ah. Oh. Ah. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he chickens out. He can't go in. They've already left. He tries to go in, but he, he's seeing, like, he's got sirens in his head and like, I'm going to jail and getting butt raped if I do this. Oh, I, got, I won't make it. They'll, they'll shake me day one. Uh, so he chickens out. And then he goes to the senior center where him and his wife volunteer to sing Christmas bells. But there's a bunch of young people there. There's like only like three old people than everybody else. This, it's like 30s. It's really weird. I think this is the only funny scene in the movie. I actually kind of laughed at the old man saying it was shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I chuckled at that. And I, the joke that should have worked on me because Nerdwell is such a frequently used term by me that when they were the ne'er do bells, I was like, Oh, that should be funny for me, but it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Well, and I like how the conductor's like, this is my life choice. Okay. Like, I think that was supposed to be funny, but it was just great. That they're, they're ruining his life. For me, it's hello and goodbye, Jim rash. (laughs) (laughs) I think you are funny, but you can't be in this movie. I guess. No, no, that's against the rules. Uh, so he explains uh, what he's thinking to Pam, and she's like, no, you can't do that. It's a crime. I'm not down with crimes, Buster. Uh, that's for criminals, and I am not. My name is Pam. Uh, not Karen. Actually, Karens don't commit crimes. They just accuse everybody of crimes. Okay, uh, so she's she says, no, we're not doing that. He's like, bummer. Um, it's 3 p.m., and Max is finally waking up from his, his sabbatical in the BMW. He, what happened? <laughs> Did he drink the two by four orange crush and go into a diabetic coma? Uh, yeah, he found, I guess the, he found the Sudafed or something. He, he got fucked up and slept the whole day <laughs> in the back of a car. Yeah, which is not comfortable. No. <laughs> uh, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm home alone. Wait, I'm home alone. And we get that whole thing again where he enjoys being home alone for about 30 minutes. And it's supposed to be funny, but it's really not. 
Kevin McAllister enjoyed being home alone for like three days. Max yeah. doesn't like it for about 20 minutes. I think it's because Max is a disagreeable little bastard. Who <laughs> tried to dress like Scarface. He tried to dress like Scarface? Is that what? Yeah, he, he looks like he's trying to dress up like Scarface and then shoves his whole face into a mountain of M&M's. So then yeah. when he puts on lady clothes, he's trying to dress like Michelle Pfeiffer? Is that what he's doing there? He's going to show everybody his beaver. Oh, I'm a pretty lady. Um, Look, everybody likes wearing ladies clothes once in a while, even if you're a kid. <laughs> you know, don't, don't look down. <laughs> you should watch the movie My Life in Pink. It'll... It'll open your eyes to some things. To, uh, you know, every- it's a movie about a kid that likes to wear a pink dress, and they're like, "What's wrong with that kid?" And they're like, "Other than the fact that he likes to wear a pink dress, nothing." So just leave him alone. Yeah, uh, everybody likes to be a pretty lady every now. <laughs> Women's clothes are nice and soft and smooth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't like him. I like my clothes to like hurt me. I guess you- that's why I wear dickies. They're not comfortable. You're like but they're scratchy. very durable. Yeah, they're scratchy and they don't wear out, so I like them. <laughs> That's why I just wear old towels. <laughs> Nothing's worse than an old towel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so those are my favorite kind. <laughs> old ones. Yeah, I don't like to change my towel. I, I just wear them out until they start falling apart, and then and then you wear them. <laughs> I like to be uncomfortable, apparently. Right. Okay, so. Uh... Pam's looking around. She's back at home and she gets flashbacks of when uh, they bought the house and the years that they spent together. And she's like, you know what? No, we are getting that doll back and we are selling it and we're going in. Uh, So they go in. The alarm sounds. Jeff inputs the wrong code because it was a hard one to remember, Jeff. And the cops show up. Not just any cop. The older brother. Buzz from, Buzz McAllister. Yeah. yeah. One Devin Rattray, who is reprising his role as Buzz McAllister. Did you know that uh, Buzz McAllister appears in the fourth one, but it's played by a different actor? That sucks. <laughs> like, why, you couldn't get this guy? <laughs> he was busy. Scheduling conflicts, you know. <laughs> He's gross. Uh, the actor or Buzz McAllister? Buzz McAllister. Yeah, Buzz is a Buzz McAllister. He does a fine job. He does a really doing... good job as Buzz McAllister. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she goes out and she's like, hey, officer of the law, what's up? Um, yeah, this is my house, but uh, if you let me go, there's a chance we're going to fuck. And he's like, done. Yep. She vibes it. She... Two justice systems this shit pretty hard <laughs> in a children's movie. Yeah. You know, if if my husband wasn't looking right now, um, I'd suck your dick yeah. right here in the street uh, with everybody looking at us. I would do it right here. Yeah. She's just like, hello, officer. I'm white and I may or may not have been trashy at one point in my <laughs> life. Can I just leave now? And he's like, yep. yes, ma'am, you can. That is how it works. <laughs> Um, by the way, there's some black people having a barbecue. Where? <laughs> I'm going to need backup. Uh, so they get away. Uh, and uh, Max realizes that uh, 
he can't trust the cops. It's the one thing that Max does right in this movie. <laughs> he, For the like ridiculous reasons too. Like everybody's reasoning in this is horrible. Like awful. he's like. Uh, if I tell the police that I'm home alone, they'll arrest my parents for gross negligence. Uh-huh. No, it's fine. Your mom's white. She can just be like, I may or may not used to have been trashy. And he's like, that's fine, ma'am. Do a better job with your kid next time. Also, uh, you going to get down on this? Well, I guess I have to. Um, so Max's family, they're in Tokyo and they realize, oh, he, we forgot the little bastard. Bummer. Uh, I got to go back. I got to pull a Catherine O'Hare. Uh, and Max's mom is on her way back. So now she's going back for him. Uh, where are we at? Where can, what can I skip here? Um, skip it all. Skip it all. The end. Um, yeah, no, I don't like this scene. It's, it doesn't do anything. Uh, I guess, There's... I guess the next is the next time they try to break in. Um, I think we got to talk about the, Yearly prank call that uh, Kevin gives did, Buzz, did we... only because Buzz calls him a trout sniffer, mm. which is really, really obscure term that has been out of favor for fifty years or something like that to say somebody's weird. Trout sniffer. That that's what that means. You're weird. Yeah. Is you sure there's not like some sexual connotation to it? No, it's because that. Anyone who would smell a trout would obviously be weird because they're not particularly good smelling. I think the type of people that are able to make that connection and therefore form that euphemism are the ones that are weird. (laughs) I had to look it up. You're a trout sniffer. I'm a what? You know, I can't think in the same way you do. I am incapable of that level of insanity. Well, yeah, but you're weird. Mm, I'm going to go. I'm, I've got actual places that are within reality that I must visit. You, however, can stay in space. <laughs> <laughs> Trout sniffer? That is bizarre. I have to go back to work so I can make money. Otherwise, I'll end up a cake sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> because cake sniffer, it led me down this path, the interweb, mm-hmm. uh, is what you call poor people because they can't eat the cake. They can only sniff oh, it. Oh, that's dick. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> so going to use that on somebody. You, you sir, are kick sniffer. Somewhere Marie Antoinette's rolling her eyes. <laughs> Did you find any other ones, Sam? No, I knew that you were going to like that one, though. Lo- load her up. <laughs> Jesus. I guess we could also mention that in here somewhere they did a very accurate depiction of how well Alexa listens. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's some of that going on. Uh, yeah, because they think that she's programmed to speak German because somebody messed with her. And so they think there's a German grandma in the house, which we'll get into later, which actually is plot relevant. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, we do have to do the church scene because they're sitting in church. Uh, Keenan Thompson comes in, he's the realtor, and he's like, hey, you got an offer, I mean, to get uh, hard abs because he can't say that he's a realtor because then the kids will know that they're trying to sell the house, and then the kids will be sad because their parents can't uh, trust them to accept reality because they're a bunch of trout sniffers. Um, and so, outside, Max no, is like... they're not trout sniffers. They're cake sniffers. <laughs> yeah, they're about to lose their house, those they're, cake sniffers. They're cake sniffers. They're trout cake sniffers. <laughs> They can't even afford 
shroud cake. <laughs> so they have to sniff it because they're poor and also because they're weird. Um, so uh, Max is walking by and he's like, hey, there's a church. What's going on? It's Sunday. It's Christmas time. Let's see what's uh, Hey, toys. It says toys right here. I like toys. I'm going in. Yeah, and then the old lady who's getting the collections, right? Uh-huh. She's for like, toys for tots. Yeah, and he's like, "Can I get a cart? I'm on a load up." Like, oh. As a side note, smoked trout cakes look delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and this old lady's like, uh, "These toys are for cake sniffers." <laughs> I like cake, says Max, and she's like, do you eat the cake or do you sniff the cake? Well, I eat it. Beat it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> You're too rich for toys. Uh, I, I love that while we were watching this with our son, uh, Jackie was like, God, what a little dick. He's trying to steal from Toys for Tots. And, and our, <laughs> I look over at Isaiah and he's, he's got it in his eye like, that's what I would have done. <laughs> Jackie's like, any kid that does that is a terrible person. And I'm like, mm, uh, I mean, yeah, but, <laughs> you know. Jackie's like, unless you can just totally tell that that toy's too nice for a poor kid, then you should. <laughs> like the super sucker gun. I mean, they're not going to appreciate it. <laughs> no, they have no idea what they what those things cost. They're just going to put it up on blocks in their front yard. <laughs> Goddamn cake sniffers. God damn it. It's in their best interest. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to get them excited. Like, there is a chance that you might come out of this. You have to teach cake sniffers that you have to work for that cake. You can't just give them the cake. They won't appreciate it. They got to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. <laughs> they eat that cake. <laughs> I'm not that bad. <laughs> but I am laughing really hard. Okay. So so they see this old lady being like, oh, you can't have that toy kid. And they're like, that must be the German grandma. <laughs> because what? A, a lady's talking to a boy. She must be his German grandma. And <laughs> I don't I don't think Rob's interview with IBM went well at all. <laughs> kid. Uh and instead of being like, okay, well, there's the adult in the house, let's go talk to her about our doll. They're like, she must die. <laughs> we gotta break into their house now while they're distracted. Just go over to the grandma, you dipshits. Uh, no, they don't. They go back and uh, they climb the fence. In the, okay, we can't go around the front because it's, it's too busy on the street. Uh, let's go around the back. And so they try to climb this uh, brick fence and uh, Jeff farts right in her face. This didn't work, and I was really like, oh. this is another offense to me besides hello and goodbye to people I think are funny, was that I was like, <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt just got farted on and I didn't laugh. That's if, that's bad. If it had been done in post like I would expect it, I would have been like, okay, those assholes, they, they, they snuck in a toot while he's been over her face. But no, this is scripted. She has dialogue. Ellie Kemper, who I think should have goddamn known better, has a line in a movie where she gets farted in her face. It is indignifying because it's so not funny. And I think farts are hilarious. 
I think farts are hilarious. A man falling down with his pants around his ankles should be hilarious. I guess slow motion was maybe what screwed that up. Um, there's a lot of things that should be funny here that are just not funny. Well, and she gets kicked in the face. She gets kicked in the face hard, like donkey kicked. Yeah, it's just... This whole thing just was so flat. And this is what I'm talking about. The chemistry between these two was just not good. <laughs> They're getting hit with paint cans, Jackie. <laughs> Hey, you know what? If me and you were trying to climb a fence, it would be funny. I don't think it would be because the problem's in the script, not the actors, babe. Um. Anyways, uh, so they eventually get over. He gets over. He falls on a dollhouse. She takes the side gate and she's like, hey, there was a side gate over here. He's like, oh, that sh- this is also should be a funny joke, but it's just not. Because um, we don't know how comedic timing works, I guess, in this movie. But they, they have the wrong house. They go in and they're like, oh, no, wrong house. Because I guess they all look the same from the back. Anyone? I don't know how they get in the wrong house. It's just, I guess, that they're complete idiots. Uh, I'm going to go with this subdivision looks pretty. Uh, cookie cutter? Cook, yeah, cookie cutter. And so I, I could see where they were like, because they, they haven't seen the back of the house. So they're like, yeah, this is the brick color they, and everything. Let's go. They could count. Like, oh, it's the fourth house on this street. Instead, they wait They really the need to go to the front of the house because that's the only way they know how to get in. That's true. Yeah. A key. And, you know, let's be honest. The mom said they just moved there two months ago. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows this family. No. They could They could have just... And, and you know what? And it's true, even in our neighborhood... If you act like you belong there, nobody's going to stop you. No, no. Unless you pull up with a moving truck and start just... Maybe not even then. Right? Just don't be black and go for a jog. Okay, I'll stop. I'll get off my social justice thing. But seriously. If you're white, you're fine. (laughs) Especially if you used to be slutty. Right? Or pretend that you used to be (laughs) slutty. It's a good point, Jackie. It is a good point. They could just act natural and nobody would question anything. Um, So anyways, Max overhears them as they're drowning in the neighbor's pool, but the neighbors don't hear them because apparently the dad has a reading voice that is mutes all outside noises. Um, But Max is like, oh, they're going to come and kidnap me. Their upper upper middle class house is so well insulated that they don't have to hear the neighborhood. Mm, Yeah. Or their backyard. Yeah. It's so warm in there that even when the door opens, the wall of warmth <laughs> keeps the draft out. Yep. Uh, is that cake I smell? Well, I don't know, because if there was cake, I'm going to eat. I've already eaten it because, you know, mm. I eat the cake. I sniff the cake. Uh, meanwhile, on a plane, uh, this is the only part of the movie I liked, uh, is a dude looking over mom's shoulder at her screen. And it goes on for too long. And it went on for so long that it was the right amount of going on for too long that I thought it was actually funny. I'm that person on planes. You look at other people's screens? Yeah, I totally do. Like, what are you guys watching? I look for the person that's watching the same movie as I am and hoping that at some point they'll just, like, sense me looking at them and turn around and give a... Either nodding approval or a head shake to the film itself 
so that I can have a random film critiquing uh, moment with a complete stranger. And we can, for, like, me and another person are on the same page. <laughs> like, this movie yeah. is awesome. Or it sucks. But we both know it. And nobody else does. Because they're all watching The Office, right? I had a really good bit of a lady being in the wrong, like, the worst passenger ever mm-hmm. on my flight back from Sacramento by myself. This fairly attractive lady that didn't have time for anything. She uh, brought in a bag that was too big and smashed it into the overhead. Oh, okay. While this uh, flight attendant guy's watching her, and he's just like, looks like you got it, honey. <laughs> and she's like breaking every rule, and then she goes and sits down. And then there is a situation where like five people are in the wrong sp- seat, and this guy has to come back. And he's like, all right, let me see your ticket. Okay, you're going to be over here. And when he gets to the chain of who sat in the wrong place first, it was her. And he just goes, of course it is. It was hilarious. <laughs> His snark defeated her. It was. It just like beat her down like a longsword. It was amazing. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> and all she could do is look back, stand up, and get in the right fucking seat. The exact same thing happened to me when we were coming back from California. Somebody was sitting in my seat, and I just laughed the whole time because she just went ape shit. that I was like, that's my seat. It's written right here on my ticket. And she freaked out. And so I just went to the back of the plane and giggled with the flight attendants. Because here's the thing. Straight up, flight attendants are cool-ass people. I don't know if oh, you guys yeah. knew that. They are some of the most raddest people that you could. They've seen it all. They have seen it all. And in fact, most of them get punched in the face on a daily occasion by the very people that they're delivering peanuts and Jack Daniels to. So yeah. they're not only they've seen it all. They're rough and tumble, too. They're the heroes of the sky. They skies. are the heroes of the sky. <laughs> My last flight when I was coming back from uh, St. Louis that there was this young couple and they were, one of them was sitting in my seat mm-hmm. and the girl's like, can you just move her? And the the flight attendant was so cool. She's like, well, I don't know, honey, maybe if you would have paid for the upgrade, you could have selected your seats, <laughs> but you didn't. So get your ass up. It was like the best thing ever. I love them. We should have, we should honestly, it should be a whole thing. Like we should teachers, we need to be paid more, but do I really want to like see and hang out with teachers? No, not really. But we should have like the flight attendant awards. <laughs> they're awesome. They're the best. Okay. Um. So we're watching. We're talking about a movie. Here we're here. We're at the at the booby traps. Yep. And this kid's got a chalkboard wall, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, they're, oh, uh, we should say that uh, Max overhears them talking and that they're coming back at uh, midnight. So he gets prepped uh, and for when they come back. But it's pretty quick prep time montage, and then they come back at midnight. And it starts out with the road for the neighborhood being covered in ice. Oh, somebody's it, grandma is going to be so pissed. How many people died this christmas eve i thought that the road was just icy on its own no he sprayed it with water 
No, he sprayed the driveway. He sprayed both with water, Sam. That's ridiculous. Either way, the road's going to be slippery. I hated the sequence because they crash, mm-hmm. and they get out, and then they slip and fall, and they're like, it's slippery. <laughs> and I'm like, you just crashed because it was slippery. Hey, be careful. <laughs> I also don't understand why there was a rando Santa Claus attached to a light pole. Mm. No. Questionable decorating decisions. Uh, I'm I'm thinking it's a neighborhood prank. Like oh. they stole that Santa Claus from some other house and they're like, well, we can put it up here on the flagpole. Like throwing your shoes over the power lines? Yeah, but they did it with Santa. Yeah. Hey, Santa, go fucking live over here, bud. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't seem, it seems stupid, Jackie. <laughs> you don't know. Like flaming dogs or bags of dog shit. Yeah, but we got your Santa tied up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got me. And we put a plug in in the light switch yeah. so that we, we could plug him in. You know, we plugged him in. Did you, but Did you, you didn't see think it? About that. He's all lit up. Cool. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a criminal mastermind. <laughs> I don't think that's what they were doing. Um, all right. So then they're slipping around the driveway and. Max has got, he's replaced the lights with some light bulbs that he shouldn't have access to that are super, like, airport runway lights and uh, blinds them. Oh, I can't see. And so they're slipping around even more. He bought them with his credit card. His mom gave him. Well, the thing is, is that throughout this movie, they accurately depict Alexa and she won't hear anything very well and she screws up until you say alexa buy this right <laughs> and then she does that with your stored card information oh so that part is you know he probably did alexa he said hey, alexa buy this uh pl- sure thing alexa play the beatles buy all of the beatles discography done you'll I'll have that arrive in two days god damn it that's like 150 bucks yeah okay so she's like pam's like okay I, i've screwed this we're not getting in the front i'm gonna go around back Meanwhile, Jeff is walking. He gets up to the front steps and he sees a note to Santa. He's dressed like Santa. He's like, oh, this this looks like it's for me. Maybe this is all just a it's just weather related uh, injuries that we're experiencing here. There's donuts and milk out here. Santa loves donuts. I'm going to have one of these. But they're filled with Satan's butthole. <laughs> Hot sauce. There's like sauce, yeah, hot sauce or something. Who would eat the fucking cookies? Like, oh, I just hit my face on some stuff. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Loved. I can't say no to donuts. I can sniff these donuts, but I'm gonna eat these donuts. <laughs> and wouldn't you smell the fucking hot sauce? You would. But then he tries to cool it himself down with milk, and the milk is hot. I don't understand. Yeah, like the kid boiled the milk and put it out there. It's winter. Water is freezing. It's cooled off pretty quickly. It's milk. <laughs> no. It doesn't make sense. Uh, so he's like, oh, hot, hot, hot. No, hijinks. Uh, then Max uh, hits Pam with 50 bottles of soda. My parents buy in bulk. And Mentos. I'm already like, this has gone over the line. Like, when you see Frank and Marv get lit on fire and the nail in the foot, they're criminals. They're trying to steal that kid. They might kill that kid. They're the wet bandits. They're bad guys. Well, he thinks they're going to kidnap him and sell him to old ladies. I understand what Max thinks. 
But she's even like, hey, just hold on a second. Let me talk to you. No. Die. <laughs> yeah. No, your head's going to get taken off by a fucking Pepsi bottle. Uh, I don't know what Max thinks, but I know what I know. And I'm not real down with seeing Jeff and Pam get brutally, savagely beaten by this child. I don't like it. They're just, they've fallen on some rough times, which is a pretty common thing for people to experience. Yes. And they are now cake sniffers. They might die tonight. She loses an eye in the next scene. On Christmas, leaving two children who seem to be sweet individuals orphaned. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not comfortable here. I don't know if the rich uh, brother takes in those kids, though. Eh. Oh, good. Oh, good. They're going to go live with him. I'm sure they'll have a blissful experience being Cinderella of that house. Well, you guys aren't really our kids, so cook and clean or else. No, because they buy her that dress. They are generous. They're buying her love. They don't actually love those kids. Jeff's brother and wife are terrible people. Did you see their child? Oh, that kid was a monster. It is a thing of nightmares. This whole movie is just filled with a bunch of dickhead kids. Like, the xenomorphs should invade Earth, and I'd be more down with it than Ollie. <laughs> Ollie the monster child. Ollie the monster child. Okay. Um, yeah, so Pam's dead. Uh, Jeff is saying, where's my wife? Um, I where Anybody seen my wife while he's holding his guts that are spilling out, uh, you know? looking around for his foot that came off. Uh, meanwhile, Max is bathing in their blood and uh, on top of a pile of cats that he also killed earlier in the week. Uh, not even full grown. And that's just how the movie fades. Rectos! <laughs> 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 I will be with you again, oh Satan, my lord," said Max. <laughs> then to be continued? Then question he, mark. Then he pulls out the doll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so <laughs> he lights her on fire. He lights yeah. her on fire. Not yeah. the silly torch to the top of Joe Pesci's head that burns his hat in a perfect. He fire ring he douses her in gasoline and burns her like she was in goddamn reservoir dogs yep and in the next scene he loaded thumbtacks into nerf darts and he shot her in the eyes with it oh yep my god it's too far and he shoots a uh pool ball out with an air canister gun and hits that guy in the head yeah, he turns the t-shirt cannon into a lethal weapon, and he concusses, if not kills, Rob Delaney. What's that, uh, what's that thing that the football players get? CRT? They get critical C race theory? CIT? CIT C yeah, CIT. CZT? Uh, yeah, no, he's CTI. got his brain. I don't, you know, the, a pool ball to the head out of an air cannon? I'm not, I'm, hey, look, NASCAR drivers, it's, it's a tough job, but... You can't stop your brain from bouncing around. It's what kills you. It's not your neck snapping. It's your brain bouncing around. I think Jeff dies. 
He's in a hospital, probably. He's definitely in a hospital, and he might not come back. Like, he might not wake up. Like, depends on how much pressure that the things. If you could, if you could get a tight seal on a pool cue and shoot it out of a t-shirt cannon, you could really fuck somebody up bad. Yeah, I, I think Jeff is. I think Jeff is dead at this he, point. He, at best, he's got a bib, and you have to feed him by hand. Yeah, he's. They both died in the pool. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, but that's not. That wasn't Max's fault. No, they just died on their own before <laughs> they could be killed by this kid. Um. Okay. Uh. And then yeah, they're like, "Oh, hey, come upstairs." No, no. Actually, sorry. That no. We got. I'm not skipping over this because it pissed me off. Jeff is unconscious. He may not be coming back, and if he does, his limbs won't work. Uh. But Max takes the opportunity to slip a VR thing on his head a unit and jeff wakes up and is in a vr world where he's wearing a serious costume <laughs> like, what game is this he programmed the vr <laughs> as a trap and jeff is that stupid <laughs> he doesn't notice i don't feel this thing on my face I, also hey, I, look it's me i can move my body I was infuriated by this. My note is VR. Fuck you. Oh my god, it's awful. Because it was awful. It's so stupid. <sighs> but this is where the house really starts to take a beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He clotheslines himself into a like a family knickknack shelf. Glass everywhere. It was like all mom's favorite pictures. Were he on has there. been impaled. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's glass shards. Right through the spleen. You ever had a glass shard in your spleen? No. 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 Me neither. Because you die from it. You can't run into giant plate glass and be like, ow! <laughs> you die from it. Uh, okay. So then they're like, hey, that little kid's upstairs. Hey, we just want to talk. And he's like, no, no time for that. I hope you guys die. How yeah. are you still alive? I've been trying to kill you for the last 30 minutes because I am a psychopath as well. Uh, after after Kimmy Schmeck gets shot in the eyes with darts, mm -hmm. uh, she then has to die hard over some Legos. Right. Yep, she does. Uh, and then he hits Jeff with bags of sugar. Uh, no, a, a bag of flour, a gallon of milk. To the face. To the face. The stairs are covered in butter. <coughs> so they're slipping around. He's like, the only thing that would make me not a cookie is sugar. And then he takes sugar to the balls. I don't think Jeff knows how cookies are made. He's missing a vital ingredient, and so is the film. And it would have worked almost. Replace the eight balls with eggs. Jeff gets hit in the face with an egg. Yeah, then that, he's not dead, he's not too. He's not dead. And I don't feel like, oh, hey, it's kind of, you know... The pie in the face thing. Well, and they they tried to make it comedic that he had this big growth on his forehead, mm -hmm. but it was just gross. Like, I just wanted to pop it. Yeah, it's gross. Well, you can't because it's blood. It'll drain out. It'll bleed out. It's gross. Yeah. Look like a giant zit. Uh, it is a zit of blood, of brain material. It's like pulling on that loose thing of your sweater 
keep pulling, I'm going to be naked. But you, you, you pop that, just this little string of brain comes out, and Hannibal Lecter's like, yum, yum, yum. Gross. <laughs> it just keeps going. Hey, my brains. <laughs> my brains. <laughs> Put them back. No, they're my dinner. <laughs> um. Okay. So they, uh, they, she gets upstairs, and now he's rigged the, uh, what are those walkabout things? Treadmill. <laughs> Treadmill. <laughs> words. What well, the words are coming to me? Uh, a treadmill with twenty-five pound weights that shoot out and smash her foot. She now can never use that foot again. Yeah, that that toe that got hit is gone. It's gone. Totally gone. Just came right off. Just went pop. And then another one, like she has to dodge one. She matrixes one of the weights and it sticks into the wall. It doesn't bounce off the wall, land on the ground safely. He has intent here to murder somebody's parents. A 10-year-old. Murder. Yep. Okay. No qualms. Uh, Jeff also gets hit again with something. His tooth comes out. Oh, he jumps down on the trampoline. Yeah. And then he hits his face on a tree. And that's what knocks his tooth out. So at this point, Jeff is super dead. Oh, my God. And then the thing with the icicles. Mm -hmm. Dude, what the absolute fuck? That is a murder trap. Yeah. That's not stop from coming into my house that is a lust for blood yeah and the jeff is so damn stupid he just runs after him like the icicles are coming down just stop for a second hundreds of i sickles sam they were going for his balls though <laughs> you missed last week's episode jack even i sickles <laughs> mm-hmm that's what I get for being sick. Now I'm out of the joke. Eh, Sam didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> okay, so yeah, no. The, uh, hundreds of icicles are coming down at Jeff. One almost lands right directly in his balls. but And they're not like little baby icicles. These are lengthy, full-grown icicles. Well, we saw him spraying them with water to make them longer right. and, and more pointy. That's... What's, what's that called in the murder thing? Uh, Like premeditation? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't let this child near an unlocked gun, America. Also lock up your guns, America. So they finally get a chance to talk. They're like, yeah, we're here for the doll. And he's like, huh? Oh, now I could just be a normal child who is innocent in this whole affair. And they're like, oh, boo, 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 boo. Oh, you're here by yourself, little baby. <laughs> Come here. We'll give you a little hug. We'll rub your tummy. And this they, kid they're is still all good. A, this kid is still a fucking thief, though. He stole a, a can of soda oh. that he didn't even drink. And she finds it in his coat pocket. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, I have... I murdered, my husband has been murdered. Uh I am now. I'll never walk or see again. Yeah. uh, All for a can of soda. Also, the only place where he could get a can of soda 
Is it an open house? Because his parents don't buy him soda. No, he had a shitload of soda. He tried to kill Kimmy Schmidt with it. (laughs) (laughs) We know that they have a buttload of soda. He drinks so much soda that when he's not, he's like, I'm not drinking soda right this second. Can I have some of that soda? No, I'm going to steal it. Uh I I exist only on soda. (laughs) I think it's a pretty big leap that they're like, that's our soda. (laughs) Yeah, this is actually, his murderous intent is driven by a hard come down from not having soda for 10 seconds. Right? (laughs) Yep. Okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, They go back to, oh, hey, your mom's here. Or you can come live with us. You can be our new son for a day. And he's like, oh, great. I've always wanted to be somebody's son that loved me for a day. Um, oh, mom, it's good to see you. Uh, I miss you so much. And they take, go back to their house. And, uh, oh, no, we got to do the whole doll thing. Yeah. The doll thing. Ollie. Ollie, the monster child, comes out. And they're like, <laughs> oh, my God, he's got the doll. And do- Ollie's demon face is like, I'll do it. I will rip its head off. I'm surprised you were. What were you doing with that thing, Ollie? If you weren't ripping it, set. Oh, oh no, Ollie. We're gonna have to clean this, aren't we? <laughs> Ollie is a demon baby. He's doing bad things. He wasn't just being like, "Oh no, let's have a tea party." Ollie, Ollie doesn't do tea parties. Ollie does blood parties. Blood and coke. <laughs> just walks through the door and yells, I am here to fuck shit up. Oh, God, Ollie, please don't. We just got done cleaning up the dead hookers from last time you fucked shit up. I'm a baby. <laughs> God, I hate this kid, too. I'm Ollie just... is, is a demon. Um, so he chucks it in air and they go through this whole wacky thing where they get even more injured while diving for it. But then Max does a slide catch like he should fucking play third for the Red Sox and, uh, it's safe. Uh, and they sell it for $220,000 and it's enough to pay off their mortgage and a little something extra to, uh, pay for chandelier and drywall at, uh, and they go to Europe, the Mercer house. Oh, that's right. They went to Europe too on it. Yeah. So they don't owe that much on this house. Did they take the Mercers with them? No. No, just the four of them went? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because it kind of seems like they're all one family now. Well, maybe they did go together, but still. A trip to Europe and paying on your house and replacing a very expensive chandelier and redoing a ceiling for somebody. Uh, Sam, uh, what's your count on the damage to the Mercer house? 50,000. 50, I was at 60. Uh, so let's let's lowball it. Say 50. Okay, that leaves $170,000. A trip for six to Europe? They they don't... Um, where, where are we at? I think it was just a trip for four. Okay, okay, lowball it. Say, no, I'm just saying that Max and Mom went on that trip. They're they all their one own, family now. They paid their own way. Uh, hey, we're, uh, we need to make amends for the misunderstanding trip to europe i think thirty five thousand. Thirty five thousand. that's where i'm going with 35 plus 80 that's uh, uh one f- 35 is what we're left with they pay off their mortgage with one hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. what's uh they had their first kid in that house who is a teenager uh-huh. 
They got they could do they it. They got maybe ten years left on the on their mortgage. Either way, one hundred thirty five thousand dollars on that house is what their mortgage is. And uh, what's the payment on that? If they refinance, one hundred thirty five k, like eight hundred bucks a month. Yeah, it's not much. Jeff doesn't even really need to do a lot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He, he could take didn't. a part time. He didn't file for the emergency unemployment. <laughs> it's not like they're, oh God, we're really underwater in this mortgage. It's $135,000, Jeff. Work at Staples twice a week, bud. Criminy. Oh, God, I just need some help with grocery money. Honestly, Jeff, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a teacher, but I can swing $800 a month for a mortgage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I Did you get, maybe think it's about the crushing student debt that they're in. Working at the store that sells groceries that always needs mm-hmm. help. They get a di- give a discount on the groceries if you work there. Yeah, you could you could migrate some bags of uh, of people's foods from the counter to their shopping cart. You're in a migration, Jeff. Migrate those groceries to their car. <laughs> Jeff has tried nothing, and he's all out of mm-hmm. ideas. Yep. Okay, so they're all one family. Hooray. Uh, and they live happily ever after. And Max finally gets his orange soda. Yep. Whole thing could have been averted. All right. Here's to not having neurological damage. God damn it. Are you sure? Because you uh, seem you like do. you do. I'm pretty sure you do. Does uh, anybody my, else smell that cake? My first question. Who is more injured and or dead? Jeff or Pam? Jeff. 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 Yeah. Well, she did get lit on fire and then well, cooled herself off with frozen water. She, they, got both died in the, they both died in the pool before any of it right, happened. Right, yeah. That's like... Those pool covers don't support Wade. Yeah. Maybe the best ones do now or something, yeah. but that was like a once or twice a year you'd read about somebody dying in one of those things. Yeah. A, they froze to death, and B, they drowned. So, yeah, they're dead, but uh, according to to Max's actions, we're going with Jeff's more dead. Yeah. Jeff's more dead. They, yeah. He sent his balls back up into his body with that bag of sugar. Yeah, well, that's not going to kill you. It's going to hurt like hell. Well, sure, but I'm more interested in that ball to the face and those icicles. Jeff is dead. Yeah. Jeff is. He's been horribly mutilated. Yeah. Yeah. He came apart. Okay. Who else? Questions? Why do you think we didn't mention that Keenan Thompson was in this movie? Oh, I did. I said he was the realtor. Did you? Yeah. Okay. It's too bad. What's the deal with Keenan Thompson? Why can't he get a job? He gets too many jobs. Hmm. He's the perfect example of why this movie is. These people weren't choosy enough. Keenan has never been choosy enough, and I love him for yeah. it. Because what we get is more Keenan Thompson. And he's like, you know what you need? Whether I'm laying an egg or not, you need more of me. True. And he provides us with that. Yeah. I mean, because he was good in this movie. He's probably the one character that I actually liked. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, us rich people, right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Like, he... He just has good timing and he just nails things. Cake eaters. Yeah. 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 Okay. Jackie, question. So are they cake sniffers? Who? At the end? Because they spent all Who? their money? 
Pam and Jeff. No, no, they don't have a mortgage He's... anymore. And, and Jeff is like, I'm freed up to do whatever I want. No, it's he has like a job. Your husband <laughs> watching the cloud migrate the data itself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it all worked out in the end. Everything was wonderful, Jackie, at the end of this movie for these two families. Then, and you know what? Just due to a little orange soda mix-up, they can always ask the Mercers for money if they need it because now they're all one family. They are not cake sniffers. Okay. They are definitely trout sniffers. Speaking of trout sniffing, I will have a brown stout, brown trout story to tell later. I sniffed some brown trout this weekend. <laughs> it's disgusting. All right, big the big one. Does this movie capture the true spirit of Christmas? No. Okay, you have to defend that. No, it doesn't because it was about people who were hard on hard luck times, right? Mm-hmm. Cake sniffers, and it, it it didn't have anything to do with Christmas, really. It just was set in the snow so that they could kill people with icicles. But they didn't talk about family. It, it, it at the very end, they're like, "I guess family is wherever you're together." In the homeless shelter. Yeah. But it But they whether it's in passing or not, they do it. And the family thing's there. He's talking about it the whole time, like, oh, I really realize that being alone is awful. And the second that the misunderstanding is like, Oh, this is a misunderstanding. Come little let us help you, little boy. Merry Christmas. It it does. It whether you like it or not, it does. I don't think it does, Sam. What's what's I mean, these are things that happen. Yes, you are saying these words, and they happen, but that's not what the movie's about. The moral of the story isn't, well, the the true spirit of... You must find yourself and uh, the joy of children's laughter. No, none of that is the moral of the story. The moral of the story is when a kid asks for a soda, you give it to him. Otherwise, you will be dead. The moral of the story for me was... Yes, your grandparents have some weird shit, but it could be worth something. And it could get you out of uh, a bind. Yeah. Don't throw away those weird old knickknacks that your grandma gives you. I do not see the true spirit of Christmas in this movie at all. Like, even the family thing, it's a side note. It is as much Christmas as last week. Of Die Hard 2 when they just say, oh, yeah, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's a Christmas movie, guys. Guys, it's a Christmas movie. You can watch it at Christmas. When Dennis Franz just goes, fucking Christmas. Fucking Christmas. Uh, Jackie's absolutely right. If you set this in September, the same movie happens. All right. It, fine. It does not have anything. This is not a Christmas movie. Right, Jackie? It's not. Yeah. Fist pump. Bam, Bam. boom, it blew up. I just blew up her fist. Kaboom. That's how much this movie is not. You couldn't see that, listeners, because this is a podcast, not a video YouTube channel. But if you saw it, when I hit her fist, my hand went boom. Yeah. And if we did put this on YouTube, you'd be like, do these people bathe? (laughs) (laughs) Not usually on podcast day. (laughs) Podcast day is the day where I'm still wearing the same clothes I had on last night. Uh, all right, final recommendations on this. I'll go first. No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> nope. Sam? <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Choking out of my own spit. 
I'm going to go further than to recommend not to do this. I'm going to recommend that no one involved with the making of this film does this again. Uh, that's good. You get your hall, you all get your COVID hall pass yep. on this, but you all need to do better. All of you, I expect better next time. Yep. Tisk. Jackie? Nope. Okay. That just don't. I mean, it just it it just infuriated me the entire time. And it wasn't funny. Like the hijinks were supposed to be funny, but it wasn't funny because these people are suffering. They're going to lose their house. It's a bad decision to make these people get tortured by a child. Yeah. And it, honestly, idea? it was too much. All right. Instead of criminals, let's get some people that are down on their luck. You know, <laughs> let's, get, let's get some cake sniffers in here. Yeah. I mean, they don't. I mean, we this love is to Amer- laugh at poor people. Yeah, this let's is America. Uh, this, that's that's a Christmas tradition right there is laughing at poor people. Let's let's have these people get tortured by a child. <laughs> uh, <coughs> however, I have one last question. Does this movie deserve the internet hate that it has, uh, such as a 35 Metacritic score and a 3.2 user rating on IMDb? Sam, you. I think those ratings are fine, but it shouldn't be getting any attention at all. We should be ignoring it, like I said at the beginning of the podcast. Three, this should just just ignore three it. Three stars just is pretty it. low. That's 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 Geely territory. Is this Geely bad? Geely was better than this piece of shit. Wow, Sam, Geely bad. I want to go to the Baywatch. It's turkey time. Turkey Time was better. Yeah, you're right. Geely is. A I enjoyed movie. Geely more than yeah, this. Geely is a better movie. I just they're three star. I mean, like, I just thought it was okay. Is it good? Absolutely not. Is it like we should burn it with fire? No, I don't really care. I just don't really care. Why would you get so mad? Why would you get so yeah. mad at Home nope. Alone Six? I yeah, exactly. Because it's like you're really up in arms on Home Alone Six, but not four and five. There's- Three. We did an episode on three. Three's bad. Like, just ignore it. Ignore it. God damn it. Yeah, it shouldn't even. I mean, wow. I don't understand the internet. Okay. Um. So I I I won't let this go. I promised a poop story, and I'm gonna tell a poop story. Oh my god. <laughs> Get so, ready, listeners, because we had to hear this poop story from the whole way home from the theater. Well, it's it's worthy. Uh, Sam didn't get to hear it, but we went to Spider-Man yesterday. Uh, do and don't. I thought it was just okay. I, I think, loved it. I think it's overrated. I, I, I could use a story sometimes, Sony, rather than just, oh, hey, look. Whoa, bet you didn't see that coming. Yeah, I kind of did. Um, no, you got to talk about like how people were clapping when certain characters showed up on screen. Well, yeah, and I then, don't have to talk about anything, actually. I'm talking about poop. Well, I'll set it up for you. This is how spoilers. extreme it was. Do not do spoilers. A lot of people about the crying lady. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't tell. Talk about the crying lady. The lady was crying because one of no, the characters. No, you can just stop. Just stop. But there was a lady crying in the theater, uh, and it, and it was funny um, because it was like, seriously, come on, man, it's a Spider-Man movie. You're crying right now. Uh, yeah, because one of the actors was old, <laughs> and she didn't. That she, was my joke. She was crying because somebody died. Oh, my God. I thought you were serious. No. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the poop. So, after the movie, I had to pee real bad because it's a long movie, right? And uh, I drank a bunch of Mountain Dew. So, I go into the bathroom in our very nice theater in Boise. It's a, a regal th- a cinema. It's, it's quite uh, it's quite nice experience going there. 
And uh, theater was packed, though. That was the other thing. Is Jackie and I, we've been to seven movies in 2021. Uh, that's like almost our post-COVID or pre-COVID levels. Uh, so and not we, bad. Yeah, and we haven't had to sit by anybody. It's been empty every yeah. time. Until Dune now. was a full house. Dune was a full house for me. Which is weird. We went opening weekend. Dune was streaming. This isn't. You only place you can see Spider Man right now is in the theater. Yeah. Whereas Dune, you can I, watch at home. That first weekend, it was full of Dune people that were Dooners. like, "I need to see this at the theater." Sand, sand sniffers. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> spice sniffers, sir. Yeah, spice sniffers. Okay, so so afterwards, I go into the bathroom. And it's full. Uh, all the urinals are, are occupied Oh, And I'm like, oh, God damn it. So I start kicking in dollar stalls because I don't touch door stalls to go to the poop rooms. I don't touch anything in a bathroom because I'm that guy. Uh, so I use my foot a lot. So I karate the door open. Very first one, huge pile of shit on the toilet. And not just on the toilet, like on the seat, on the silver part that has the flusher handle on it. Like it was it an upper decker? I would call it an upper decker, even though it's got it was, no bowl in one. You know, like a public toilet with the, the plumbing, the exposed plumbing, and you pull the handle, or it's got the automated sensor on it. Somebody took a shit. How do you even get the poop up there? It sounds to me like a classic almost made it situation, <laughs> where they get the pants down enough to just blow the shit all over like a shotgun blast. <laughs> Because I've walked into a couple of bathrooms and I've just like opened the door and gone, I can hold it. Almost made it. (laughs) There was an almost made it in the Albertsons once where like after they shit everywhere, they like fell down and ripped the power paper towel holder (laughs) off the wall. Oh my God. (laughs) And I walk in and I was like, someone's going to think I did this. So I had to go up to, and I had to, I had to, I had to shit, but I couldn't. Because I was like, I can't shit on top of this. I would be contributing to the problem. And so I had to like run to the customer service uh, station having the poop really bad. And I was like, someone has destroyed your bathroom. I do not want to be I do not want to be blamed for this. I've seen fucked up bathrooms, and what's happening is there is the worst I have ever seen. This is so disgusting. The whole wall is covered in shit, and the power paper towel holder is in the sink. It's got shit in it. I don't even know how it happened. Uh, so I so I see it and I'm like, oh god. Oh my god. Uh and uh the the smell started wafting out and it hit everybody at the urinal at the same time and it nearly became a standby me situation where everybody started puking. Like everybody went, oh, oh. And everybody like zipped oh up God. and ran out of the bathroom as fast as they could. Like there was there was an exodus out of that bathroom. And I got I couldn't exodus. I had to pee real bad. And so I stood there and took it. And I was I'm wearing my mask because you know I'm in public. Nobody else was wearing their mask, so they got it real bad. I'm just breathing my own stinky breath for the most part, but it's still coming in through the mask that is there to protect my nose and others. And it was that bad, and so I did my business. I, I washed my hands. I go outside, and I see the the team, the the theater team of teenagers coming. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said, like, there one guy is dressed up nice. I'm like, oh no, 
uh, I should say something, but then I can see the look in their eyes that somebody had already said something, and it was Gary's day to clean up oh somebody else. Here's my problem. Clean it up yourself. Who are you that walks away from that big, big pile of shit that you left? You got to get your hands dirty. You got to get in there, bud. That's your job. There's toilet paper wadded up a lot. Like, burn your jacket. That jacket's done. You don't get to use it anymore. It is now covered in shit because you had to clean up your own mess using your jacket. You don't walk away from that. That's, That's bad. I think they sprinted away from it. <laughs> I think that they were probably halfway through the movie. That's why they're trying to hold it. Oh, they it. had to get back to Spider-Man before they, uh, you know, and didn't understand what the they, plot was. D- they almost made it, and then they're like, I can't even watch the movie. I just have to sprint home. I'm leaving my car here. I'm just going to run all the way home. I just shotgun shit in the bathroom. I just kept running. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're on the coast and said, I don't feel like running anymore. Uh, yeah, it was an experience. So, be careful out there, movie land. <laughs> it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous walk of life we live, guys. Watching movies. Also, if you're out there in podcast land, don't wait too long. <laughs> you can't hold it. This will happen to you. Just poop. Just poop. If you need to poop, do it. All right. Uh, well, here's the deal, gang. Uh, this is the last podcast of uh, 2021. We will be taking the holidays off so that we can enjoy them with our families. Uh, and we'll be back uh, the first week of January, which will be my movie. And I think I'm going to try to get, if possible, to uh, Piranha Double D. Uh, whichever the one is with Elizabeth Shue and Vin Rames and Jerry O'Connell streaming we will be doing piranha double d Mm. well listeners i would like to wish you a happy holidays keep safe and uh you know poop yeah poop when it's time go when it's time uh sam any thoughts fucking christmas fucking christmas okay get to the chopper